Welcome to Surviving Survivor New Zealand colon Nicaragua. I am Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons. And it's week seven. It's week week seven. seven. Episode 13 and 14 of Surviving uh, Survivor New Zealand. Uh, very exciting. Um, uh, although this week um, I, I have a lot to say. I'm very passionate. I'm very uh, angry about some things that happened, which is terrific. But I don't have the zen of Avi, so I'm not just going to go and write it in my journal. I'm going to talk about it with Mike. And our guest for this evening, our alliance, is uh, Mr. Luke Callahan. So, guys, and Luke, you tuned into the episodes 13 and 14. I did my first two episodes of Survivor since I watched one episode of the first one that ever happened. When was the first Survivor? It was uh, 20 19, years when ago. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 32 now, so it was a while back. So that's so I, that is a while ago. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, did you watch watch the debut? Was it? The premiere episode? I don't even know. Oh. One episode of Survivor in a hotel room when I was 16. So, yeah, this is new. This is all new uncharted territory. For me. And okay. that's a weird yeah. thing to treat yourself to at that age, to buy, a, hire a hotel room just to go and watch one episode of Survivor. Yeah, I can't let anybody know. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really get the, the, the premise of Survivor. I thought it would be people surviving... This is, this, this is a very common misunderstanding yeah, that we've yeah. had with our guests. Uh, people think it's Minecraft when really it's more House of Cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the through line. Yeah, it's, there's not a lot of actual survivoring. No. Survivor. I pictured a real world like Lost. Yes. You know? That would be mm. great. And I bet you if you I, I think that. I, I kind of did know it was going to be that already. But uh, it turns out it's just like lost but just with everybody being really catty in different groups i think even more so in new zealand because of the amount of like laws that we have and protections for people like i think that it would be very hard i don't think you could really write the waiver that you'd want to write <laughs> you know, no. that, like you can get away with in the u.s where you know you could probably especially now where it's such a big thing where you're like you know what you're getting into like the new zealand one is like someone cut their foot get them, off <laughs> get them out of there we gotta keep them safe yeah i thought, I thought it be a lot more primal being something called survivor it's mm. people surviving in the wild in some kind of a primitive culture really it's it's really screaming out for it to end by instead of being voted out the person who's voted out gets stoned to death i think that's by the like, rest of the tribe yeah okay you, you want to survive right everybody is surviving it's called survivor but yeah, everyone survives everybody gets to live in fact if you get voted out you get to go home to your internet connection and laptop earlier. Okay, so what was the merge? I, I okay, so that. Survivor starts of two tribes. Oh, and then they, they cause, okay, that's why there was one tribe, but I never heard the name of any other tribe. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of backstory I was piecing together. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. That's one of the reasons we'd love to, to bring you in, right? I, Especially just, as it, it's so far in now. That it's so like, far in. <laughs> it's down to like, what, so it was down to five people by the time the last person got. Yeah, by the out. end of this. Um, so, yeah. yeah, about half an hour ago, I finally got down the names of all the people. Who nice. Were so That's great. That's more yeah. than some people. That so. is, yeah, that is half the, the people that uh, were there when it started, too. So there was a Shannon, and there was also somebody else whose name started with SH. Shay. Shay. All right. So we'll take Shannon's name, cut it down. Shay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Whatever. 
So we, uh, <laughs> this episode was uh, actually uh, great because it started with a little bit of a recap of Avi like throwing us toys. Yeah, real, um, a real a fun recap of Avi breaking the fuck down. Which would also be a surreal introduction to Avi because <laughs> yeah. Avi is the most zen, like peaceful. He was the one who would right at the start of episode 13 was just losing. So it. that guy, that nice guy got voted out. Super nice. Salah, who's super amazing and lovely, got voted out. See, that seemed like a weird... Tr- you, reality shows like this, you're not supposed to have any nice people. In yeah. The so, we fucked up, right? This is something that we argue about pretty much every episode, is that I think they should all be malevolent monster people. Yeah, so that guy, what, Sa- Salah? Salah, yeah. He never should have been there in the first place, right? It depends on what kind of show you're making. <laughs> um, so in New Zealand, it's very hard, because I think that even the... Uh, like, I, I think that the people who are monsters... They know they're monsters and they don't want to go on TV and be exposed as monsters. And then the people who can pretend to be monsters are okay going in, but there's not enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we're like, well, we actually had a bunch of really nice people who we'd like to help sign up. Yeah. You know, if people, you know, people like Avi who just wants to help a bunch of underprivileged children by giving this money to them so that they can graduate college in. Somalia? Something like that. Somewhere. I, yeah. That, that. Somewhere incredibly noble. <laughs> <laughs> he, he referenced that once, yeah, and I didn't know if he was talking about students who weren't in the show or the people who were on the island. Yes, I talked to a friend of mine who was like, I'm pretty sure school is free in New Zealand. I went, no, they're not in New Zealand, they're foreign a different students. Country. Yeah, it's a different country. No, uh, Avi let it slip pretty early on that he spent six months in Ghana. Oh, so, okay. what? It's Ghana. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's one of those people. So he does yoga. Who helps people? He's <laughs> emotionally sensitive. Is a one of those people who does kindness. Who does that? Yeah. yeah. Oh come on! This is why Mike's oh. angry. There's not as many monsters on the show. Yeah. I think. That, how do you get nice people? You shouldn't have nice people on that show because then they just end up being what's for dinner when everybody. Which is what they should be, right? Yeah. But this show has been really weird because they've ended up like they built their own table and they all sat at their table and they were like, we got to get rid of the mean people. Right. And then it was the reverse of what normally happens. It was the it was the people pretending to be monsters pretending to be nice people so that they could sit with the nice people and then now the now that people like Sala are getting eliminated all of the, the they're like whoa what's going on and it's like the show the show <laughs> the, is what's going the, on the show yeah you sign up for survival which is all about manipulation and grossness so we had but um avi was a uh, journal and the shit out of this experience he wrote 20 pages about the the betrayal i think that's easy how would you not write 20 pages you've got yeah. not a lot of else going on they do you know i think i think every page just said all work and no play makes avi a, a sad boy oh, just uh, over and over he again got over it real quick though he was super mad he got up he journaled and by the afternoon he was back to just hanging yeah just put it to music that, that shows the value of journaling. That's, right. Yeah, he really like expressed his feelings yeah, on the page. If you know how to journal correctly, and you're able to just let all of your demons flow out on the page. Plus, the journaling gives him something to go separate from everybody else and do while they all talk shit about him in, a, in front of. The Although Avi's, uh, I mean, he's a teddy bear. He's one of the like. That's why everyone was so worried about him, is because he's gonna be. Were they not talking shit about him in this? They were worried. They were like, oh no, yeah, he's really losing it. But uh, yeah. then he was just like, no, I'm fine. And everyone never spoke about it again. And then <laughs> when Tom and uh, Jack were on the beach having like a chat about whether Avi had spoken to them yet, and um, Jack said, uh, I'm just going to point to the clouds so that people. I like that. That was, some, uh, that was some Bridge of Spies shit, right? <laughs> yeah, so, but, but, it's a like quick, like, quick make out. 
you know, that, that, that thing stop the cops from seeing you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's because... I was really impressed by that. I was like, nice move, man. Yeah, the, 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 the floor in his plan is the fact that they're three weeks into Survivor. No one is doing anything except strategize. I would say the biggest flaw was pointing at clouds doesn't indicate a conversation people commonly have. Somebody's going to walk by and be like, are they talking? Oh, no, just talking about clouds. That's all right. Carry on. I'd want to be in on it. I'm like, I got to go over. Start a cloud podcast on this island in Nicaragua. I mean, Jack would be the one to do it. He's got his cell phone. He's got his loincloth. So he was the one. Wait, he was voted off in the first one. Yeah. He was. Loincloth. Yeah. Which was... Do they have to wear a loincloth? No one... That was his thing because Jack is the comedian of the show uh, we'll see the thing is I think he's very early on in his comedic journey and I'm excited to see where he's gonna go we Definitely. did uh, we did have one shot that I had a little bit of contention with which was they had a shot over Barb's shoulder of her journaling and that's an invasion of privacy you can't just show Barb's journal yeah right. yeah they did because then some weirdo is gonna screen cap that and they're gonna like zoom in they're gonna stretch it so that's that gonna be memed to death it really? will be exactly they're gonna do what they did with Donald Trump and the executive orders remember that the just write it yeah the gift any words yeah. you want mm -hmm. yeah although to be honest it was not a very exciting page no, rookie was, mistake on her part anyway yeah come funny. on she's like i want to go home i can't wait to go home also my pants are getting loose i, I think i'll be able to fit into some cool jeans now, where have they done previous survivors new zealand's before survivors? they haven't done any this is the this is the inaugural this is the first season that's why yep. that's why it's so exciting surely they would have done one back when like the american survivor was more relevant right or is there still an american survivor no because yeah, oh yeah oh, and it's on right now oh okay. season 34 just finished 34 wait it's been when was the first one that was like 17 years ago right your yeah. face just had the look of like the flight of the navigator <laughs> like, the, like the, the older brother when his younger brother comes in where he's like oh my god you're still young what happened <laughs> to my life so they do 30 so that wait so 17 years so they do two seasons a year pretty much yeah of survivor america <laughs> that's intense whoa all right yeah well, they've, been, they've been moving this is the republicans creating jobs guys <laughs> yeah so it's in film industry right and so to, to you you're like it's not at its peak anymore but to a survivor it's not that it's good it's not that it's down in terms of it's not up here it's just like it's reached its plateau and it's just an accepted medium it's like the simpsons Right. Yeah. You know, like we can go, oh, they were great seasons of The Simpsons, but you know, it just exists now. This it makes more sense now because um, The Bachelor just came back in New Zealand, right? Because that was, it's been, it's been a couple of years now, but there was the original The Bachelor in America was years ago. 10 yeah. years ago, right? About 10. Yeah. So yeah. now they're like bringing back these reality TV concepts. Yeah, I think, I think New Zealand has a big enough uh, ecosphere to be able to like sustain them in a reasonable way. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Survivor still pulls in decent ratings in the US. Bachelor gets big numbers, so it makes sense at this point for TVNZ to jump on it. I wonder what the next one's going to be. Maybe they'll be... Well, it's Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's yeah. Good choice of Nicaragua, I guess. It's, it bugs me, though. New Zealanders are probably the one group of people in the world who are least equipped to say Spanish words. As evidenced later on when um, <laughs> Matt got dubbed over by a Spanish-speaking person. Really? Did you not see oh, that? Oh, I didn't notice that when he was reading out. During, uh, during the history of... So he of, butchered it so bad they had to actually... 
drop someone else's voice in. Over. They they did. They must have just been like, well, we're not going to subject people to this. <laughs> so I think it's tough. I think that it is hard for a lot of... St- Stephen's uh, Matt's biggest fan, just so that you know. So you can't say anything bad about Matt because Stephen jumps in. A lot of people would argue his wife and kids are his biggest fan. Wait, which one is Matt? The Matt's presenter. The host. the host. Oh, the host. Matt who? What's that guy? I mean, called? I think of, I, I I definitely know his last name. I don't know your last name. <laughs> the guy in the cap. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, he has a, he has a, an amusing surname. Um, gonna... Matt is yeah, which he's uh, actually I found that I found out that he's getting some real guff uh, online of people like being like, hey, you're not Jeff or whatever the American host name is, which yep. I think is so absurd because it's like no matter what he did, it's either going to be too close or too far away from that. Is like it, he was never never going to give the guy a chance to make it his own, right? His, yeah, his name is Matt Chisholm. Chisholm. Is it Chisholm? Chis- 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 it's Chisholm. It's All right. Chisholm. No, you're pronouncing it Chisholm. Pronouncing it Chisholm. Okay. <laughs> no, I've, I've got to say he did really well this, this 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 week. He did really well, and I thought he commentated really well, and he was asking great questions at the the tribal council. It, this is the first week where I felt like he stepped up and was trying to make it his own. So I give him props this week. I like them. It was good. And we did have people who were really suffering and having a hard time. So I want to talk about Shannon for a moment. Oh. Because Shannon was not in a good space. So did I? would I be right in saying she was being built up to be a villain? She, no, she was a villain. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's this thing of, like, she was doing Survivor. So Survivor is a game. There was a level of self-imposed villainry. Okay. That's what you're supposed to do. It's totally what you're supposed to do, and she was playing it the way she's meant to be playing it. But as she said later on, she didn't realize the emotional impact that it would take on her. So, yeah, I I feel like she just went in a bit too deep, and she wasn't emotionally prepared for hurting people. So who would have thought being bad makes you feel bad? (laughs) Well, in her defense, because she's an actor, so I think that she, um, which we only found out, like, very recently. Yeah. Did say she was a zookeeper? Yeah, it did say that. She is, but, you know... She looks like a zookeeper. But at the same point, I'm a graphic designer. And I'm a comedian. (laughs) You know, we have, uh, you know, most of the time we have day jobs. And so I think when you come on... This, most reality shows, when you come on, even if you are an actor or a comedian, they they make you use whatever your day job is. Yeah, was. and I, I think just for um, for background for you, Shannon was in a position where she was at the bottom of the totem pole of both um, tribes during the merger, which left her in a weirdly strong position because she could play both sides. Right. So she ended up having to lie a shit ton to everyone, pretty much, about her motivations, who she was in an alliance with, who she was trusting, and who she wasn't. And that left her in this position where everyone sees her as someone who flip flops a lot and will do anything to stay in the game. So every episode is pretty much everybody agreeing to fuck over one person. Pretty much. Or, or, or one or out of two. two people. Yeah, yeah. It's but two. it gets condensed down to a maximum of two people. But wow, when you when you still survive it down to um, it's just a bunch of people agreeing to fuck over one person, it makes it sound like a not nice show. I mean, well, it's inherently supposed to be not that nice of a show, right? But they always seem like they're trying to be nice to the person they're voting out. They have they look down the camera and they hold up the thing and they're like, I'm sorry, buddy, I love you, I respect you. Just gotta do what you gotta do. And put. I just want one of them to look down the barrel of the camera and go, hey, fuck you. And then... That's, 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 early on that happens a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. 
Early, like, yeah, you do get that early on. It's hard now, like with you spent, you know, 25 days together, it's hard for you to not have some connection with those people. <laughs> yeah. Or have a brutal hatred of one of them. Yeah, which which was... Um, I, think oh, New Zealanders. I think it's a New Zealand thing. New Zealanders are too... We, can't, we cannot play Survivor because we know that we have to live together. You know you're going to bump into each other <laughs> in, the yeah, bread, exactly. in the bread section at Countdown in like three weeks. Yeah, so. and you don't want that person to walk up to you and be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. And hold up a little piece American of Survivor, you're going to live in two states that are 2,000 miles apart. But guns are legal, so states. Uh, yeah, it's It's like, yeah, it's, it's like LA. Like, LA has people drive as poorly in LA as they drive in New Zealand. But in New Zealand, we drive poorly and we can get away with it. LA, anyone could just get out of their car and shoot you. Yeah. So everyone's on edge, but for very different reasons. Yeah, with your windows down, they'll roll a grenade in there. They don't care. Exactly. Yeah, like saying this, I mean, guns just make sense, really. No, no, we're not making a Survivor with guns. Survivor with guns. Survivor with guns. Don't act surprised, that's Hunger Games. It's, okay. two, against, it's two against one, we're doing it. <laughs> Survivor with guns. Yeah, Survivor with guns and stoning at the end. <laughs> Which is an, a, a beautiful roundabout of like, we have all the technology of murdering each other and the you know power and complexity of firearms. I feel like the end of every action movie when it gets down to the final boss, like the end of John Wick, they're like, no more guns, no more bullets, just a yeah. knife fight. And then, yeah, but, just with, but with stoning. stoning. Just stoning them. So the thing for me is that Shannon really suffered from everyone being like hey what have you been doing and placing this like very guilt like they were putting the guilt on her for just playing the game which is the same as what Avi did where he's like we're not gonna we're gonna break this down right now and it's like you have to honor the game in a little bit like Shannon needs to honor the game and accept that she did a bunch of crazy awful wonderful things that entertained all of us and kept her in the running for a hundred thousand dollars I got her this far so that's the prize a hundred thousand dollars yes yeah. all right. okay so that's what that's the motivation to not go home to your internet connection and your laptop yeah that's the, and that's your the family money. yeah family loved ones um, showering food are they are they not showering? No, no, they they don't get no, shit. They, don't swim. The they swim in the ocean. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's clean. Um, so then we went to we went <laughs> to our, our redemption challenge. We jumped into that exciting. Was that the one with the flipping the? That was the um, iPhone memory game. Yeah, um, that was, no, that's that's the game from the end of every level in Super Mario Brothers three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. For extra lives, you gotta play the memory game. Mm -hmm. That's That's exactly. Which I figured, I think that that would have been really hard to play on the ground because they had the shot for us, which was above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if you were sitting with them just at like, you know, I think you're giving it a lot more credit than it deserves. It would make it marginally more difficult. Well, here's the thing: is I, I don't know how other people grew up playing memory, but the way that I was taught to play memory is that if you get it right, you get to go again. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And what that means is that you're turning you're taking the bigger risk because you have to turn over new tiles once we've run out of ones that we know yeah we didn't do it that way on survivor which meant Salah took all of the risks and mike got all the payoff yep that's what it seemed to be so we got to jump in on uh, but that was a boring game to watch memory game yeah that was dull that was not a fun thing to watch uh, yeah. but but we did get to see mike uh tear into shannon which oh <laughs> Which was uh, the catalyst for uh, her he pain. Has no respect for what did you say? I, I, I think you're a fake person. It's yeah. like, I think, whoa, yeah, that's uh, it. That's yeah, I, th- I think you're quite a fake person. Which I would say 
is he only witnessed her as a fake person, but that doesn't actually mean that she's not a real person outside of the construct. It's like yeah. it's like going to a, a like a mingle, you know, like murder mystery, you know, yeah. where the actors mingle with the audience, yeah. going up to one of them and being like, "You were a fake person." Yeah. Yes, by definition, I'm a fake person. Yeah, by definition. The thing is, though, like, it's a, can you imagine being called a fake person? How did Chandler not just cry herself to death? Because she knows that it's just within Survivor. Oh, my, also, also, my sarcasm didn't play there because I thought being called a fake person. It's like, Mike, is that the best you can do, really? Oh, right, yeah. It's a bit, it is a bit. <laughs> yeah. You're a, I, just, I just think you're a bit, a bit of a fake person. Oh, go fuck yourself, Mike. We're on a game show. For We're on a game show pretending. The whole thing is a game show for money? Are you really taking it this seriously, you douche hole? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you really feel about Mike. Oh, Mike bugs me. Mike Bugsy, but he's still there. They should be allowed to say meaner things about each other. They should put this show on HBO or do an H- something about Survivor. Put it on one of the channels that lets you swear and show Get people's full nudity. Nice. The Game of Thrones channels, whatever. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is watching Mike do the challenges is like Mike just deciding to win a thing. So even like the very last, the last play of the game, he went for the two tile turnover, which he knew would be the most energy efficient for him. And he was like, oh, well, there's two skulls like right next to me. So I'll just do that. Put Salah out of his misery. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough to watch. It's heartbreaking. Um, it was, uh, yeah, not, not the most, uh, rewarding emotionally. No, um, no, it wasn't. Experiences. And the fact that Salah, when he, when, even when he lost, he's just like, he's just like, you're all great. I love you all. You're terrific. Get to, getting to see him and Nate reconnect was really nice. That yeah. was a good moment. Cause we were worried cause Nate didn't exactly help. There's, there's a bit which, I'm, which I may as well mention now, um, right, right near the end of episode 14 when uh, Salah walked into the tribal council and the look of joy beaming from Nate's face when he sees Salah looking all nice and tidy in his glasses and he just looks so happy. Who is that Stephen Adams looking guy sitting next to Salah with the long hair? <laughs> Yeah, that's Lee. He was eliminated. Uh, Previously eliminated. Yeah, the second most recently eliminated guy. Yeah, yeah. He 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 didn't have a mustache for the most part. This this is a choice that he's made. Um, He he came into Survivor clean shaven, grew a beard during Survivor, and then when he came back from for because the jury they're in the hotel, they get to wash up, they get to be all nice, and they get to do what they want with facial hair. And so he chose to look like the guitarist from Metallica. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that too. Yeah. Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett. Looked a little bit like um, Louis XIV. Yeah, which yeah. Is, it's just for highbrow him, references. Yeah. Tarzan, Musketeer. Or, as we hope later on, if he continues to shave. Hopefully, we're aiming for Hitler, Tarzan, for the last episode. Just so, Tarzan hair, Hitler mustache. Yeah. Let's do it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the thing about Lee, though, is Lee's also a wonderful guy with oh, beautiful energy. Just a sweetheart. Absolute but, sweetheart. But not happy to be in that room anymore. So just a sweetheart, hence he's out. Yeah, because yeah. fuck off. You're bored. That was... Um, <laughs> But it was, I, I like that Matt told, um, right at the end when he told Mike to go back to Redemption Island, the editors cut to um, Shannon going, oh. Yeah. No mention, just the fact that it's like, oh, if Shannon has to, yeah, if Shannon has to be, because she was fully responsible for Mike getting ousted, so. And then they cut to some rain B-roll because we haven't had a lot of rain. So we no, but that was, that was weird because for the whole challenge it just seemed to be raining only on the audience. Yeah. Which was weird. I noticed as well they called it the Redemption Arena. Yeah, I don't know if we've used that term before, but I yeah. like it. It, it stood out it. to me. It stood out to me because I was like, hmm, arena feels a bit strong. 
Yeah, don't you need like upper deck seating for that to be? Oh, we've got that. that was sitting on <laughs> chairs. Yeah. That was when uh, Shannon had her true breakdown and used the, the line of the season so mm-hmm. far, which is. Uh, I did lie to him heaps, though. <laughs> Just, I, is beautifully, so, mm, he got all the lying he deserved. And it's, I just wish that she wasn't as upset about it. I know, I felt so sorry for her. I really wanted to just give her a hug and say, you've done great. Because she did great, and I felt so sorry for her. She shouldn't be getting shit on for playing it well. Yeah. And that's what she got, because Abby was like, why can't we just be nice? (gasps) (sighs) And then she got a bunch out of her system, and then we went to ads, and I was like, okay, God, because that was, like, draining. And then we came back, and she she was still upset. I was like, come on, that's not how passing of time works. (laughs) It was really hard for me to spend that long with Shannon being upset. off during the ads, right? That's what I thought. Um, but, but then yeah. the the great placator of of uh, Shannon was Shay, who was like doing a her Lady Macbeth turn and just being like, "Oh, we got this, we got this, you and me, Shannon, we got this. We're we're a team now." I thought it was earnest. I thought Shay was trying to help out. Fuck off! <laughs> I thought Shay saw her. And she was like, "No, I can help." No. Her. No, Shannon saw someone who she could get on her side. That's all it was. We know this. We know Shay's evil. Shay's a little evil. It was, it was, I thought that she honestly had empathy for Shannon and was trying to help. And I didn't like it when Barb and Jack were like poo-pooing on that. Was, like, that, was that the part where that she was shelling the sea urchins? Mm-hmm. It looked like she had a little bowl of puke and then she had yeah. these sea urchins above it. And like, That's what she that what comes out of sea urchins. So are they really just eating stuff like that to live? That's the premise that we've been put forward. No, they, for most they, of the time, they yeah. haven't really been eating anything. No, they get they get enough rice to sustain them and beans. And then the sausage sizzle off camera or something. <laughs> they have had a couple of picnics. Yeah, they had Pizza Hut as a reward <laughs> one time. So show sponsors bring in their uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicaraguan Pizza Hut. Sweaty cake sponsored. Sweaty cake was there. There's yeah. some melted chocolate bars. Sweaty cake. <laughs> Just a cake that sits in the sun while you try and do a. Uh, is, it, is that a brand? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> no. Is that something I've never heard of? Nicaraguan sweaty cake. Sweaty cake. Yeah. It's what you think it is. Is it sweaty and cake? Yes, it is. Correct. Um, we. I, I had a. There was a cool moment in this where Avi. He. Uh, he said, "I trust you and Barb," and then they cut straight away to him to camera going. At this point, I don't trust anyone. Yeah. That yeah, was a really nice moment of like him saying a thing and then them going away and being like, so who do you trust? And he's like, no one. That's why it was really fun when Shannon was kind of playing the game in the way that she was, was we would get an insight into what's going on in her head to the camera. And we don't get that anymore because she's gone all soft because she's trying to play with her heart now. Softy, softy. Mm. Well, it's a bold move. We'll see if it pays off. She got even softer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, only time can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Who, and then, so then we did the the challenge, which was a night challenge. I don't think we've had many. No, I know. And I was I was thinking this. Wait, which one was that? Which that was the the, the um, trivia competition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Running memory game. Where they had to, that was one of the parts where they they made the New Zealanders speak Spanish. Save yeah. cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had mixed results, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think Avi got a... a Muy bueno a Spaniel. <laughs> no, they, they would... Abs- I, I, I actually learned Spanish for seven years in high school, and I, I just it, it hurts to, to listen to New Zealanders trying to do it. <laughs> even, like, even Americans, if they don't speak Spanish, will still kind of 
make a respectable effort. But if you're surrounded by it, like that's the thing is in America, you hear Spanish. Around. You do, like yeah. New Zealanders, you never hear Spanish. So yeah. all of the little, like all of those things that in the US are just part of growing up and life, such as, you know, oh, it's a quesadilla. Yeah. That's very hard for a New Zealand. We don't know what that is. Quesadillas. Give me some quesadillas. Why would they? Yeah, why would they know any better? But it's uh, it's oh. it's a nice little uh, angle on this on this uh, survivor. I would also love to see the uh, like the cultural swap of just dumping a whole bunch of Americans in and having them pronounce New Zealand place names. Turning on my GPS navigation in West Auckland. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, turn right on Rata Street, and it's Rata. <laughs> American, yeah, an American robot voice pronouncing Maori words. It's. It's doing the best it can, much like all the survivors who haven't had much to eat and are now <laughs> tired and sore and are told to pronounce it. And, and are listening to Matt explain to them Nicaraguan history, yeah. which I imagine was probably difficult to tune into anyway. Yeah, they're all just standing on the giant yoga mat that they have forced <laughs> to stand on. What's going on? So was that, was that them having to recall stuff they had learned? Like no, this is this, this is them listening to Matt and then recalling it in the moment. Oh, right. That's right. But yeah, because he just yeah. told them that. Which is pretty intense like from the get-go oh because it cut away and it showed those shots of Nicaraguan towns yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then all of that would have just been them sitting there going <laughs> what did he say what okay what? yeah so what 16 do you say 1624 it's I think it's oh jeez question so the, the whole the whole challenge was what did I just tell you it was, <laughs> yeah. no no no, no that's, don't overly simplify it it was run somewhere and remember what I just told you. Yeah. yeah. Dang, it's yeah. different. Or if you're going to play it Shea style, yeah. it's what did Tom just take? Yeah. Because he seems to be winning. Yeah, yeah, that was shady as fuck. I love that she had that moment. That it was the, the, My big issue with this film, uh, film-wise, film was it was so hard to track where people were making boo-boos, what, what was exciting. Boo-boos. <laughs> boo-boos. But that was that moment where I'm sure Shay saw Tom. She knew Tom had like three oh, you, or four. Oh, you, you totally saw her just, just go, yeah, I'll just do that as well. Why don't I just <laughs> she, follow Tom? Did she look at the question? I don't think she even feigned looking at the question. But we don't know because she might have already done that question twice. Oh, wow, you're giving her so much credit when it's clear what she did. I'm just trying to hint something. This, this was the return that of Shady like Shay. a strategy to me, though, if you copy the guy mm-hmm. who won three challenges. To be fair, that's what I would have done. Yeah. I would, I'd have just followed Tom around like a weird little creep. So yeah. the immunity challenges in this, it seems like... It's more. That's more of a wild card than all of the caddy social stuff. Yes, but that is the big. Thing. You never know what random ass game some random person is going to be really good at. Which is also why it was so great. Is after he won this, and Nate was like, "It seems like the pendulum of influence has swung towards Tom, and I can't work out why." Yeah, Nate, he has immunity. Because he's wouldn't swing anywhere else. Yeah. he's been untouchable for three weeks. Yeah, so it turns out he's really good at underhanding beanbags at a couple meters. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the one before. This is him being really good at remembering shitty trivia being told to him, which was, you know, impressive to be fair. Like, he remembered shit. Um, so he took that home, and then yep. we cut to day 26, some beautiful upbeat music while they were all playing cards. Oh, tropical, yeah. Tropical beats coming Everyone through. Everyone was really happy. Yeah, up until Jack tried to make that incest joke that did not land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, what did he say? <laughs> he said so, it was something about a uh, cousin and yeah daughter it was, I deleted it from my brain as soon as it happened because that moment of them just sitting which thank you editors leave that in we needed that yeah. moment of him like he's like huh huh I mean that would have worked on, on like a, a late live 
But I think this is where we also had um, Nate to camera establish the very important through line for the rest of the episode was that overnight there was a discussion which flagged Jack as the guy going. Even though there's no on-screen conversation about it, it was a piece of information that we were told, and we're like, oh, okay, Jack's the target now? Yeah, we were like, oh, okay, I guess that that's what's yeah. happening. Yeah, no justification, nothing. We just, but he did, uh, Nate had that lovely line of like, um, we're just going to keep feeding Michael his mates. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that, where I was like, oh, that is exactly that's what a dark. police... Like, yeah. But the fact that he's a like solid-build police officer, and he can just lean in and be like... Well, Michael is there. Let's just keep feeding him his mates. He's like, you're like, whoa, that's real dark. That's the thin blue line. Right yeah, there. that's the that's the cop talking. Jack is 22. Is that guy 22? Yeah. No, something about being fat makes him look older. I think, <laughs> that? I think that's the coldest thing anyone's said about Jack. On yeah. This and to be fair, you're seeing him like 20 days of eating rice. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and he was looking pretty trim, and I think that's what gave him the confidence to wear the loincloth. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave, there was, the camera was on him slapping his belly for maybe I thirty that. seconds. Yeah, enough that it's imprinted. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I can see it if I close my eyes. Yeah, it's still there for me. It's um. I don't. I don't feel bad about it because because he's looking good. So the story behind <laughs> that, uh, the loincloth is Salah made that for him too, and he very specifically was like, "No, but I need to have it all hanging out." For comedy. Yeah. Mm. Nate did also describe <laughs> Jack. Uh, he said that Jack, uh, he's like, Jack doesn't mind if you're laughing with him or at him. <laughs> which, is, which is cold as fuck. Like, that's real, like, that's one of those things that you only say about someone in the hopes that you're like, at some point they'll get it. Yeah, like, and he later he went back and restated it as like, Jack empowers you to laugh both, you know, either at him or with him. And I'm like, oh, poor Jack. Really, he was resigned to it at that point, right? But no, because he thought it was... He thought he was good. I don't think he knew he was getting voted off until they were walking to tribal council and yeah. Nate told him. And then you saw, you really did see his face drop once his name started getting read out, read out and that was kind of heart-crushing for me. Cause... It's hard because he has much further to fall. Yeah, like that, yeah, it's that moment where um, where you're constantly worried that his happiness is at, uh, is in danger because he's constantly saying, "I'm not in danger of being sad. I'm always going to be okay." So did he, or was he doing pretty well up until then? Or he, at least he, he would have fought. He was. He was always. He was. Uh, he was under the radar. He was, he was under the radar, flying. Yeah. But he had to go because, like, TVNZ only has so much budget to spend on <laughs> pixelating his butt. <laughs> yeah. All right. We couldn't even afford the smooth butt pixelation. You're killing us with go. the pixels, Jack. You're gonna have to go. We gotta, like someone put some pants on this. There's man. a fair amount of surface area that needs to be covered, and we just don't have the budget. I love his boldness, and I will say that for like how worried I was about him in like those moments that you glimpse his. His vulnerability is like he also constantly is pulling it back like his gesture that he made when he left tribal council after getting voted out where he just did like a cheeky little butt thing yep. and was like I'm done is uh, like that made me go yes Jack you get you get it but there's some disconnects but you get it yeah, I, I, I warned him so much over the past two weeks it's crazy I wasn't a fan of his early on and by the end I was, I, it was team Jack uh, I also so when they went to tribal council and Matt brought and he's like we're bringing in the jury like these guys uh, Lee and um, Salah 
they just seem to get more and more handsome every time we see them. It's weird, I know. Like, they yeah. just came in and they were just like, we are just the coolest cucumbers in the world. Like, it was so crazy. So can Sala get back in? Wait, I forgot. No, they're both out. They're, all, so they're, they're, they're done. They're done. They're they're done, done. But they get to have a say in who gets the money at the end. Yeah. Um, I One of the things I love is people spelling Jack's name. I was <laughs> like, if you think in the context of Survivor, it's really hard to work out how to spell someone's name. And it's really awkward to ask someone one because it gives away a lot. At first it was spelled <laughs> in the way of that PlayStation game Jack and Daxter, right? Yeah. J A K. Yeah, and that's, that's nobody has ever has ever spelled that name. But that's that's what his name is in the in the credits. And that's what his name is I think in life as far as I can tell. My plan would be to start real early on this thing where we all just go down to the beach and write our names in the sand. <laughs> and then like you do that early and that way you've got everyone's names locked in. Yeah, there was some fun spellings. Tony with an I, but it was like a masculine Tony, so it felt real Ooh. 80s. Um, <laughs> was fun. Yeah, it was Tony with an eye for like a 50-year-old uh, um, ex-army man. Who's Tony like, with an eye is a girl's name. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Typically, correct. yeah. Typically. Because okay. Matt did real good with his questions in this trial. He did, council. yeah, totally. Uh, and he hit, he hit Shannon straight up with the, do you feel like a villain? Mm. Which I thought was great. Yeah, um, he gave it a chance to voice all that shit that she'd been carrying in a, in a, in a public way. It was nice. It was yeah, good. It was good. Good Although TV. Lee hated it. Because uh, she she flipped on Lee as well, right? Like, she was part of that. Oh, yeah, she was part of that, yeah. yeah so yeah. Lee, that's why Lee just uh, looked like he had something, like, in his teeth the whole time. Any parting thoughts before we go to a quick break? No, it was a pretty solid episode. Next half. Yeah, cool. We'll take a break. Uh, what awkward thing do I need to um, find for this bit? Oh, this is, this is up to you this week. You get to choose whatever you want. Ooh, this is exciting. Enjoy some, uh, some, some sweet, sweet vaporwave. Welcome back to Surviving Survivor New Zealand colon Nicaragua. Relaxing, I like that. I the word colon in it, I didn't feel comfortable there. I do it on purpose. Colon. Colon? Colon. Yeah. Oh, it should be colon instead of colon? I don't know, I'm just thinking about butts now. I was thinking about butts before we started. Uh, we're going to bring it back with uh, Luke. We, this is where we ask you a question. So this is it. All we want to know is uh, who would be your dream survivor? So you can take anyone, um, real or fictional, um, current, past, or future, and drop them into a survivor situation, and they're going to take home the prize. I just want to establish like, really quickly, we've never had future as a part of the of, of Hey, the I'm options. still leaving it in there as a descriptor. Person from the future? Potentially. This is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so th- would this have to be like a, a fairly famous? It honestly could be <laughs> anyone who you think. It, it can could be a celebrity. It could be a fictional character. It could, it could be your nan. Yeah, it could be a guy from high school who you think would really do well. Maybe former Vice President Dick Cheney. I think that might be a good. No, Dick Cheney. Yeah, okay, Dick Cheney's it's in the just, house. Just the underhanded, the machinations. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the, the the background evil involved. So I will give you this option because I use the time periods. Would you take Dick Cheney now, or would you? Uh, would it be a specific? Because he's prime Cheney. Pretty old old right now right like i would take but i mean he's very i mean he's more experienced he's shot more people now than probably yeah, before i would take i would take 2004 dick cheney about <laughs> a year into the iraq war <laughs> oh man so but a, a year into the iraq war but when the uh, the election was on the line and they had to they had to uh, associate democrats with losing the war and, and all that 
All that really nasty. Man, this good, I, I'm yeah. starting to regret giving you the option because <laughs> yeah. it got really no, sophisticated. But, no, but just put that in a survivor setting. That would be amazing. Just like, hey, we have to make the right choice in this tribal council or the terrorists are going to kill us in Nicaragua. You th yeah, you think yeah. that he's going to be able to win everyone over by... I mean, he's going to approach it, right? Like, when they've got the two tribes, the other tribe's the terrorists. We yeah, he shot someone that. in the face, and the person he shot apologized to him. That's true. I mean, Imagine okay. what he could do in, in Survivor Nicaragua. Okay, how about physical challenges, though? 2004, Dick Cheney. He, he would blow out his pacemaker in the first time they made anybody run, so that would be... a a drawback, I'll give you that. <laughs> but it just seems to me that, you know, anybody, he would probably lose anyway, even if he was. Well, but Barb's still in. Yeah. She's, she's still in. She's, and, and she's on that on that level. Where did she win some? Uh, did she win some challenges? No. She no. She. No. She. Every single challenge, she fails miserably. <laughs> pretty much. That is kind of. They had one where she fell, where she had to run, where she fell over. But she, at least she stepped out of that. She was like, "Don't put me in this." That. Lends credence to uh, oh, totally. Cheney as a potential because mm -hmm. he doesn't need to do well. No, there, there, anything physical. There have been there have been a, a bunch of survival winners who were not not physically fit. Yeah, as long as he can turn one person against another. Oh, Dick Cheney is in the mix for Dream Survivor. This yeah. is going to be an interesting matchup with some of the other people in there. Oh, Does this mean this gets written down and then we uh, you compete all? Where we? Uh, my plan is for us to do a round robin at the end that nice. we can all vote on to find out who we think would win. That sounds um, fun. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Right, gonna well, be so I'm pulling from a man, Dick Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> Big, I don't think anyone has seen that in so long. Just for the record. Of people said that uh, at one point for him that's, to become the vice president. That's true. He was their man. Well, yeah. I'll be honest, I forgot that he was vice president. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's the beauty of Dick Cheney. You that's, don't know he was there. Mm -hmm. he's, the, he, he's like proper Illuminati style. Yeah, everyone hates Mike Pence, but uh, Dick Cheney... It's a footnote. Oh, so here we go. We jump into episode 14, which um, actually started with a recap. So that was yeah. nice. We got all the greatest hits of Shay Hates Tom for some reason. Yeah. Back to day one. Back to day one. And it was great because it showed her hating him and no justification. Just, just her reiterating how much she hated Tom. Well, so she never explains why she hates him. No. No, the editors put in all the footage of why she hated him. It's just there was none because there's no reason for her to hate him. He did nothing to her. He just turned up and was like, hey, are we going to play Survivor? And she's like, we got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> but this is reality TV, so these, you know, some some hatred needs to come from somewhere. I, 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 that's why I was, I, I genuinely think something happened on the bus. On, on the truck ride Somebody over. Somebody farted, something happened. Oh, you think that he tooted and just let everyone sit in it? And yeah. she saw it and do it, and she's like, Tom's got to go. It might go. not have even been him. Could have been one of those directly, those farts that goes and it does a left turn and it hangs out near somebody else. Mm. He could have um, crop dusted somebody on the bus. Oh, yeah. Somebody else, I mean, somebody else would have crop dusted Tom. Could this all be fart based? No, yeah, <laughs> I learned an interesting thing today. Uh, Benjamin Franklin once wrote a uh, an essay called "Fart Proudly." Really? Yeah, ben, I, you can find it. Benjamin Franklin, the guy who uh, discovered electricity and stuff. I stand by yeah. that because I think that society has really put farting into a strange uh, situation where, like, you know, like you're not even allowed to fart in the toilet. Like, if you're in a cubicle <laughs> in a bathroom and you fart, people are like, whoa. Whoa, I know. So I, where? Where is that you you have to be outside on a noisy street where it's windy? <laughs> Guys, we've got to make some exception for the fact that your body can only digest so much and convert it to solids. Some oh, has yeah. to come out as gas, and most of it, please God, don't come out as liquid. Yeah, it exists. 
Yeah, far proudly, I told you, it's a real uh, thing. For our listeners, uh, Luke didn't trust that uh, Mike's information and had to look it up. Yeah, I had to, had to know. I, I didn't even think the word was around that long. Proudly? No, far. it's been around. I've got, I've got it, and the uh, the fun little bit of uh, far proudly is it ends in a pun, saying that this essay is not even worth a farting. Uh, farthing. farthing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that didn't nice. hold up as much due no. to changes in uh, <laughs> money situations. No. Into a dollar system. Mm-hmm. I know. Unfortunately for Ben. Yeah, it's not even his quarter as good as it used to be. <clears throat> that was a fun aside. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it seemed like uh, Shay's vendetta against Tom finally like came to a point where she had to really reassess her vindictiveness and, and embrace Tom as a potential ally. I think she's always, but the, the thing about Shay is she made it like, and they did great to cut it as though it was like a big emotional choice for her to come they to did. grips with that. They made it but seem like it was way more important than it was. day one, Shay has been in it for herself. Yeah. All right. And she's always been doing her own thing. So she's like, oh, I need to have Tom in the fold. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go shake his hand. I read somewhere that for, with reality shows like this, it all comes down to the editors and they can make anything Look yeah, it's happening. Just cut it all together. And once they have, because they have, we're probably only seeing like five percent of the actual footage that they've shot. So if they just choose the right stuff, they can make anything, anyone come off any way that they want to. Oh yeah, they can definitely do that. The thing is, um, with the post-editing process, is that they've got to they've got to impose narratives onto stories that aren't really fleshed out. So there's like a real carry enthusiasm thing going yeah, on. Yeah, so they got a vague script and then they're all just doing improv throughout this. The the people aren't, but they need to edit it in that way. So yeah, there's definitely going to be narratives and that's why Shannon, really nicely, they could have they could have made Shannon seem way more evil than she was, but the editors did show her complete story, which was the internal struggle yeah. of her playing both sides and, and feeling the pain of each. So they're fleshing out her character a bit more than rather than just making her this one-dimensional evil. Oh, they could have made her like a Machiavellian prince, but, yeah. but they didn't. They made her like this, this troubled starless. But it's also New Zealand's so small is that I feel like <clears> even <throat> the editors suffer from that fact of like, we have to, we know these people and we have to live with them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, even, you know, like, even they are like, oh, I can't do this to someone. Shay had a lovely moment where she said, um, uh, in what world does Barb call the shot? <laughs> yeah. Shay, it's this one. It's the yeah. one where you let her get power. So much hubris. Oh, she used to call the shots, and she doesn't anymore. So was you mean she was in a very strong? She team. was in the strongest position for out of both the tribes for probably the first couple of weeks. So was she? She was winning challenges and stuff, or she no, no she did nothing, just making friends. Social politically, she had the place on lock. Then there was the, the mix up, and then after the the guys merged and she was back with Salah she was back to being the matriarch of the of the tribe and being able to like just shift things the way she wanted and then Barb came out of hibernation <laughs> and she was hungry she was hungry for manipulation and she got her fill by manipulating everyone smarter than the average bear yeah but she's too smug she's smug too, than the too smug do you think she would win the, the whole thing no I think she'll go real she's, she's tall poppied so badly yeah because she was doing great as the like oh, I don't know I'm just an average mum trying to help out and then she'd go to camera and be like these idiots um, but now she's stopped going to camera you know, yeah, like she, oh, they don't have to she, she just says it in front of everyone she's like you all underestimated me I'm terrific and you're all doing what I say I'm going to be in my hammock. <laughs> and then Come to me, one at a time. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would like about being on that, uh, in that show. I'd like that, that, having a hammock. 
I like a good hammock, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you could yeah. just go and buy a hammock. Yeah. Me, yeah, but I don't have two trees close enough together in my house. It's not going to work. That is true. I mean, finding two trees at that distance. Is... You just put it like in the corner of your, like any room, put it in the corner, put it, you put it up high. It's like, yeah. What are you attaching it to, Stephen? In the a house? The corners of the wall. You bolt it in. Yeah, part, of, part of a hammock, though, is the camping aspect of it. You used, the... to, used to hang out a hammock when we went camping. <laughs> yeah, it has that carefree nature. And you think if you you're brought it into... by wilderness. It's, you're not just looking at one wall of your house. I mean, you get those like vinyl stickers that you can put the some tree shapes some pine tree shapes you pop that on the wall throw on a little bit of uh, vapor vapor wave, vapor wave. why would we vapor wave oh I thought we were trying to create a relaxing environment might you throw on some reggae we're having a sunny sun time yeah. reggae or reggae or, or latin music being in Nicaragua oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 some um Babel Gilberto see <laughs> or some stangettes some uh, Argentinian ska music ooh yeah Sensual. Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. Have we heard of them? No? No. Okay, I feel like you guys are going to have great uh, playlists, and then I'll just rock in with some Sublime, and <laughs> hey, the Sublime party knows. will be over. Sublime would work, too, in that environment, I think. A bit of a beach, <laughs> hammock on a beach, Sublime, yeah. Hey, guys, you heard of Sublime? <laughs> I hear they're great. They're still touring. So talking about beach games, we had to, uh, have you got a fun name for this one? Oh, welcome to Challenge Town, where we play the game of Sandy Runny Cornhole. <laughs> what, what is that? That's where we were in the sand and we had to do some running, and then we played the uh, America's Pastime Cornhole. Is that what that's called? Throwing that a beanbag into a square. That is what that's called. Oh. Why do I think of other things when I hear cornhole? Uh, because those are the connotations of it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. during this game, there was uh, talking about music. There was some like crunchy guitar riffs going on. Just they had to kick it up. They were like, we kind of just put some boxes in the scene. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, like the whole like the music production for this episode compared to previous episodes, has, has, was really good. We've had like one episode like this before where they had some really on point music, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't this level of like actually fitting with what's going on. One of those challenges was really heavy on the drums and the music. I think I was seeing a lot of drums. I feel like that may have been them running around with trivia. Just the <laughs> that, that needed that needed some some drums. We need some more Lethal Weapon guitar. Oh yeah! I just started watching the Lethal Weapon movies for the first time. Never saw them before. Watched Lethal Weapon one and two. Love the music, the guitar. That just constantly oh, throughout. Just a bit of a. It's it's like bluesy ish kind of. Uh, the glam rock. You know, it's, it's kind a of little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really low key guitar solo going throughout the whole movie. It's yeah, it's like it's that nineties thing, which is really popular. Just yeah, they, I think that would play well in a reality show like this. I think it would, yeah. Yeah, especially when you guys get those guns handed out. Yeah. <laughs> we, got the, yeah we got guns, we got guitar music. You We're going to start, start out as an episode of Survivor New Zealand and just segue smoothly without you even noticing into Lethal Weapon 5. <laughs> yeah, Nate, Nate's like five days from retirement and he's like, I'm too old for this shit. Too old. <laughs> that immunity challenge, it's just been revoked. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Bob gets blown up. Oh, fun times. Diplomatic community. <laughs> so this was the run over to a bamboo jungle gym and grab a sack of smaller sacks and throw the sacks at some boxes. I loved throughout Tom's coolness. Tom just was taking it so chill and just winning. All sack to Tom. I loved uh, Bob's comments of. I'm obviously not a thrower. 
You're not a throw bar. What are you? It was, she, <laughs> she's, uh, she's a mafia mom. She's yeah. in charge of yeah. all of the business. But I think Matt did a great job of commentating. He, he kept it kind of... This is, yeah, he did it, fun. We were cranking he, through. He kept me made it feel like there was some kind of like, you know, energy. Which was also due to the editing, because I'm sure that there, during the actual thing, there would have been long stretches of him just standing. <laughs> Although it would, have, it would have been amazing if Tom didn't get uh, that last one and he ran out of sacks. Was, there was, was it on his last sack? No, it wasn't, but he, he was on his last bag of sacks. But, he, I mean, he got those sacks and he was... I thought it would be more of a sack of bags, because they're beanbags. Oh, alright. I thought, well, yeah. I was getting confused. So they were doing sack patonk. Yep. Taking their beanbags out of their sacks and throwing them into squares. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought the challenge was mediocre, but the editing and hosting was on point. Agree. Like they did. Like they, they it chopped together. It was real quick. And uh, Tom and Avi were in it at the end again, going head to head. Yep. Avi, you didn't win again. No, because Avi's not good at challenges as much as he feels like he should be. He's, but he's always in the running. He is, and so, but then so is Shannon. They're, they're oh, both, they're both yeah, always neither. in the running, but they, they both just can't quite uh, land the plane. It's been determined that this guy, Tom, is clearly the most phys- physically gifted because he keeps winning these challenges, right? That's, yeah, yeah. He's, and that's, he's the, yeah, he's the, which is why I think Shay wanted to get rid of him at the start because she's yeah. like this guy. I think somebody's being really overpaid to come up with these challenge ideas. Like there's some guy, you know, go going, on. Hey, we need another challenge and this guy's just going, I don't know, make him throw bags into the square our argument so far has been that someone just went to a uh, school fair and went oh yeah that looked yeah. bigger yeah, going, hey, how about that you know the thing from the end of the level in Mario 3 where you get extra lives to match in the cards just do, just do that thing just do that go on break just, just do that thing. I think they're, whole, they're all vacation games they're like things that you would just do with your family and you, but done they're worse than vacation the... games though with your family you play you bring it like a cricket set or the, yeah like, there's archery or there's well, or we, shoes we, or something you say that but you they've done those <laughs> I guess right they, they, no, they, they have they, in the they past did, yeah. they did the um, they did a catapult Catapult uh, lacrosse one. They did, yeah. Fun. Where, yeah, that was fun. That's fun. Oh, so they've already used up the good ones. As well. They've done a bunch. They've done yeah. a bunch. They've used up a lot, of, a lot of good ones and a lot of bad ones, and they've also smashed a lot of crockery. A lot of pottery. Yeah, there's smashed. no, there's no. Oh, you mean they put up like fake um, tribally looking things and smash them? A little bit, but mostly it's just bowls and and tiles. Right. So yeah. It's a tile with something painted on it. And, it's not know, like it. Legend of Zelda style. It's more um, Greek wedding. Oh yeah. Yeah. To smash and stuff. Um, so Tom won. He got to wear the necklace again. No one was surprised. Avi was frustrated. All the whole tribe goes home, and then they do. They spend the whole rest of the day scrambling. That's all they do is they all run around with their arms flailing, yeah. going how how. Which also we had a great moment of Tom to camera where he goes. Uh, At this point, I feel safe. <laughs> yes, Tom, you're wearing an immunity. All right, you got the yeah. immunity. Just relax. And then Nate popped in again and was like, I don't know why Tom's in charge. You're like, he's got, you know why. He's got immunity. He's still but, but this, this, this um, whole section was where we got to really enjoy the the culmination of the love affair of uh, Tom and Avi. Oh, the, he's going to break his heart again. He is. He, he totally is. It's, it was nice to see the boys back together. I don't think so. I think Tom's using him. He's going to throw him away. <coughs> throw him away. This bromance is not destined to last. Are there ever any relationships that last? In life? No. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, in life. But I mean, in this show as well. Like the, 
you know, everybody gets betrayed, right? Yeah, like you from what I've seen, yeah, you might get a solid pairing every now and again. They don't tend to last that well. It, dep- it honestly depends on the dynamics of the game. It's very hard to and say. Georgia had a boyfriend at home, so sorry, Mike, but you, <laughs> she, she has a boyfriend at home. Your friend's own. Oh, um, yeah, I, I hope that Tom and Harvey work out, but I'm not. I don't. I, I hope, but I'm not hopeful. Yeah. Um, this was a lot of backing back and forth, and I feel like all we found out was that Shannon wanted to tell everyone how powerless she was. Yep. Um, a lot of a lot of. This I think episode. I think she was scrambling through trying to develop a, a, a sympathetic or empathetic group around her. Yeah. Which I don't think completely worked. But I don't think it worked at all. I think she should <laughs> nope. have been gun and winking. I think she should have been out there selling her case. She should. Yeah. She should have played it the way she was playing it, and yeah, it came to spent too much time in that hot pool chilling with Shay. There was a really fun bit though during that scene where when Shay and Shannon were chatting, and Bob was hunting for the crab. And they intercuss it, and Bob came up with the line, gotta get the little sucker. Oh, look, she's moved to there now. <laughs> Which I thought was a nice, like, transposing... She was talking about the crab. She was talking about the crab. But they edited it to look like she was talking about Shannon. That was like, oh, that was like nice. Sergei Eisenstein Ooh. level so editing. Like scenes by cutting to a shot of some animal or critter in the area, right? They, they show, like, a, a monkey... Staring at them from a tree and then running away. Early on, it was just B-roll of like yeah. stuff, but now it's all them going. Well, we have these animals, it's, so we link me, them with this stuff. To me, it makes it look like the animals are part of it. Like maybe the, the, there's like a collusion happening between the hermit crabs <laughs> and the tarantulas. And the, yeah, but that's what it is. It's it, going to come back in the last episode. You know, it's, all, it's all visual metaphors. It's like uh, the fight in which one was it? Was it um, Game of Death when the when they keep on cutting between Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris and then the kid and the kitten represents innocence. <laughs> yeah, but Luke's not saying that there's a metaphor. Like, you're straight up saying the animals, the animals, animals are in conspiring. on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's going to be a, a monkey leading an army of tarantulas that are just going <laughs> to... Which would be awesome, yeah. Come out, of the, come out of the bushes in the last episode. I feel like that's an anime series that exists somewhere. <laughs> there's a great shot of a tarantula running up the beach, I think, during one of these episodes, Big Spider. Yeah. And it leaves these, like, footprints. Tiny, tiny footprints. All lined up. Mm. It looks yeah. like you'd, you'd think it only had two legs. But oh, it's like got... sand people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To conceal their numbers. Wait a second. <laughs> these are stormtroopers that attacked this. <laughs> the tarantulas will be back soon, but in greater numbers. <laughs> Hold up. But if you knew my parents the whole time, you've done nothing to help me. Was that a Star Wars reference? The... Yeah, 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 because he just hung it was, out. It was, like the idea that old Ben was Obi Wan Kenobi and he's just chilling. He should have really done something. He to really help just because he just sat around for eighteen years or whatever it was. And yeah, because he didn't equip Luke, and he was just betting that he was going to live longer than Luke, or hope that nothing was going to happen. Yeah. Well, okay. This is this is my big argument. Yoda's a dick. Yoda is the most powerful Jedi in the universe. Spends all his time in a swamp. Yeah. Being old Jim Hensony. He had to. Go fuck yourself, Yoda. He had to. He, he needed to get out there and use those powers for good, right? Yeah. Do something about it, yeah. you fucking little green shitbag. Yeah, he's <laughs> backflips over Samuel L. Jackson in the second of uh, the prequels, right? Yeah. Pretty good lightsaber battle there. Yeah, and, and, and instead of like doing something about like the decimation of peoples, Alderaan got destroyed. Billions of people. What was Yoda doing? Sitting in a swamp? He, he didn't know because it's all force blocked. What's false blocked? Oh no, it's not because he knew when people were sad, right? Yeah. So he did know. Midichlorians. Oh my god. 
That was the worst. Uh. Is that where they tried to establish some biological mm, thing about the true, force? Yeah. yeah, they added science to magic. Oh, Christ. It's... Guys, just let it be faith. Yeah. We're, we're happy with that. Uh, you ripped off everything else. Just don't you worry about it. You how quickly we got away from uh, Survivor once Star yeah. Wars was introduced. <laughs> Dagobah, that's a bit similar to uh, Nicaragua, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, I mean, mostly Jack's butt. Yeah. Um, take that, pixelated Swamp Jack's butt. <laughs> Swamp ass. What is Jack was this? A Sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has gone so geeky so fast. digested over a thousand years. But yeah, um, there's a crazy split in the tribe. Like, crazy split in the tribe. Nobody knew what the fuck was with who. It was chaotic. They built it up really well, though, with the way that the editing worked. Of like, There was some good drama rocking around. We had, like, firstly, it was just Barb's at risk. Then it was Barb and Shay. Then it was Barb and Shay and Shannon. So what we knew is that no matter what is going to happen is men are very afraid of strong women. <laughs> like, that's all we need. That's all that this kind of taught us. That's true. And the really interesting thing is like, it was such like a dude-heavy show uh, like two or three weeks ago. And it's shifted so quickly to being the women in the power positions. And it was the women who were uh, like, Avi and Tom will tell themselves they were in a power position. Oh, God. they weren't. They were, yeah. This like passed the Bechdel test so many times in like one episode. It was great. Oh, he, they had to do the Shay and uh, Tom handshake, which we never thought would happen. <laughs> and yeah. it means as little as I imagine it will. I know, it, matter, it meant way less than the coming up next time on Survivor made it out to be. Because it was them saying, I won't fuck you over for like the next four hours. And they're like, agreed. (laughs) Good one, guys. (laughs) Matt asked some like real good questions again this time. Amped up the drama, like kept it going, made it feel like it was on a precipice of change. I didn't want Shannon to go. I really didn't. Uh, To be honest, like I started to like her less when she started talking about playing with her heart. That really put me off. But I was still... As soon as she became earnest, you were like, I'm done with this. Oh, because it's it's not what it's about. Yeah, uh, when she was playing the game, she was great. She was fun to watch, and then she was getting annoying, and then she was like on with Shay, who's just a big old leech. And uh, yeah, I went off it, and yeah, I I had real mixed feelings. Look, going into this with only uh, two episodes under your belt and no context from most of these people, <laughs> did you have a vibe or a want for who was going to get eliminated, or did you just sit there and let it all unfold? I kind of let it wash over me. I think I didn't really. I, I, I think I like Tom. I like Tom. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. I, I don't. Have, I don't need a reason. <laughs> it's a reality show. Um, this is all superficial. That could be interesting content, but let's let's not. <laughs> no. What, what? Yeah, I don't think I had any. I, I didn't care for uh, Shannon. Why is that? Again, I, <laughs> well, you know, two episodes of her, and basically two episodes of her being sad. She did. Yeah, yeah she, she cried very, a lot. Maybe mm. maybe it was being emotional that that bugged me. Yeah, like, oh, it's not that important. But there's a difference between being emotional and being sad because Avi spent two episodes being very emotional, and it was fun. But just the tiniest <laughs> amount of that was him being sad. It was fun watching him journal furiously. But by the <laughs> end, so once weird. he was back in Tomland, he was uh, he, he was bad. sweet. I think I regretted the fact that <clears throat> Sala had been eliminated before I actually got to watch. I mean, so he was still in it. But I think yeah, he seemed like a. This was the first time we've ever seen Salah with glasses on, too. So. Oh, that was fun. So that was a twist. 
Because he came, like, yeah, he came in and he's, like, hair pulled. The first time he came in, he was, you know, just Sala, but super clean. And, and then Stephen was like, oh, my God, he's short-sighted. <laughs> so this excited. explains so much. He hasn't been able to see this whole time. Yeah, he's been like, yeah, I thought he was friendly to everyone because he's just a giving, caring guy, but he just didn't know who he was talking to. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just have to be nice to everyone. Shay's the only one who comes up and whispers her name before she starts speaking. <laughs> it's Shay. It was like, oh, different things. I had the same reaction when Lee turned up with a mustache. Yeah. The one uh, little interesting thing that happened that's worth mentioning is uh, when Tom got that sweet bit of information out of Shay. Well, the sweet quote from Shay, should I say, when Shay said that she doesn't want to have Avi in the final three because she knows that Avi will just win. Yeah. And he used that. And I was like, oh, I may use that a bit further down the line. It's a good bit of ammunition. And then it cut to him. Next scene. <laughs> Next scene. So, so uh, yeah, Shay won't know. You know, it's the classic, you know, when you're writing a play, you want to have the first scene a character walks in, he places a gun on a table. Yeah. All right. And then the audience is like, whoa, they're going to use that. Oh, no, he already picked it up and shot someone. Okay, well, that's a... I guess you used all your ammunition there. Which, here's the thing, Avi. How will you not learn your lesson? In that moment, all you have to do is turn to Tom and go, would you have me in the final? <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, I think Avi doesn't ask because he doesn't question anything. I trust you completely, Tom. Cut to a, to a camera piece. I don't trust Tom. I don't trust it. He does, though. That's the worst. So He's weird. Back in. Avi's it's, a strange dude. So uh, Shannon got voted off, which I did not see coming. Nah, disappointed. Uh, I was very disappointed because she was probably one of the most enjoyable characters in this. And uh, if she ever hears that, that's right, Shannon, you were a character. You were playing the game. Yeah. I'm sure you as a human yeah. being. You were literally a fake person. Yeah, so for this. It makes sense that somebody called you a fake person. Yeah, don't take it to heart. She gave up too soon. Yeah, she did. I think she could have scrambled. And I was sad to see her go. And then I was furious that they sent her to be on Redemption Island with Mike. Because she does not need that in her life. So is it, a, is it a different pair of people on Redemption Island? Right now it's three for the first time ever. So it's usually yeah. two. It's usually two. So this is a bit of a, a bit of a mix-up. Which I think that, yeah, I wonder if they did that just so that people couldn't use the argument of like, we're not going to send Sh- uh, Shannon to just be alone with Mike. Or whether they did that specifically so that uh, Mike would have a witness there in case he went crazy and murdered her. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill someone with an obvious witness. Although I think Jack would lie for him. He would, but not well. <laughs> not well. Like, Jack, Jack would lie, but then at the slightest chance of, like, getting a laugh, he'd be like, oh, oh or did he? <laughs> I was like, which, which one is it? And he's like, burr, 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 burr. I, I think for Jack, comedy will always come first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's, it's first over his dignity, at least. This, oh. Was it his first time wearing the loincloth? No. You'd, you'd worn no. it a few times. And I will be furious if he doesn't wear that to tribal council. <laughs> He's got to turn up to that jury in just the loincloth. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty much the week. It that was, was it. That, was a, that yeah. was a mess. It was a mess. It was chaos. It was. Luke, I'm sorry to put you through that. That was... Hey, it was, it was educational. It was uh, one of the least concise episodes that we've had. We've had more boring weeks yep. than this week. Definitely. But we have not had a more chaotic or weird... So there's plenty of stuff happening, right? It's a good, good episode. I don't know if it was a good episode to come into with oh, no God, context. No. God, I no. think that a lot of it was you having to go, why do I care about any of this? Any yeah. of this? Um, it was way too shifty to come in blank. But, yeah. uh, but for people who have watched it from the beginning, it was a good week. 
Last week was a bit more tumultuous. This week was so messy that it was hard to get a sense of narrative. That was week seven of uh, Survivor New Zealand, uh, Colin Nicaragua. Luke, I'm going to ask you straight up, uh, after watching two episodes of Survivor, are you going to keep watching Survivor or are you going to step out? Are you done? I don't know. I might watch it from afar, maybe follow follow it on Twitter or something like that. Like, I think I'm kind of getting lost in these episodes a little bit because I think it's there's too many webs of deceit and chaos, former alliances and, and shit. And I, I, I guess I need either the backstory. I could, I, could I could go like read the backstory somewhere. But... Yeah, you could just work here. Or just tune into the live. <laughs> I mean, well, how many episodes are left? We got um, two week, two weeks, two weeks before, in a live final. Yeah, in a live final. Two weeks in a live final. That would actually be so. Two weeks before episodes. Yeah, so it's not too. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not a huge commitment. We could jump in for the last three, maybe. Uh, yeah. Live yeah. final. See yeah. if see if Tom makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Good there. Yeah, my man. So, so are you a fan of reality TV? Is not normally. Um, I did watch RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time um, at the urging of my girlfriend Lauren recently um it was entertaining i like that show it's a good show yeah it's a quality show funny people on it. would you say that's yeah. your favorite if you had to pick a favorite uh, reality show being and i've only seen two ever that and survivor being the two then, that's the yeah. only two no I mean, show? yeah i've seen i don't know but but you've never sat down 15 and seconds of the Kardashians before, you know? You, you've really never, like, even, like, things no, like... No, it's always me in the background when somebody else is watching whatever it is that they you watch. You know, like, wow. what's really weird about that is, like, for some reason that inherently makes me feel like you're a better person than me. <laughs> for me, I think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, not a reality TV guy, normally. So this is uh, this is why it was very educational. This is it. We learned so much. Wow, and you, you're coming at it from such an interesting point of view, then, because you got no frame of reference for yeah, a lot so of just it. Being like the the idiotic layman watching this for the first time, being like, they should all stone somebody at the end, and all but the animals are going to come into it. <laughs> yeah, they only do the stones if uh, if they have a tied vote. That's when they. I think in the future, maybe when humanity is on its way out and life becomes cheap, they should just start. Stoning people and running man, add, add yeah. murder into it. Yeah, running running man. man, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> running man is the future of television. We know yeah. this. One of the, one of the game shows in Running Man, I think, is um, it was the one where the guy has to climb a rope, but there's dogs biting at his at his heels. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But that looked like a good game show yeah, that yeah. I would watch. We need to make these into snuff films. The reality shows, you know, just, <laughs> we need to be actual death. Otherwise, it's just it feels Which like there's not enough at stake. The irony of Running Man, of course, was the fact that whilst there was televised, that every uh, all the deaths were televised, and that was the the whole point of Running Man that the three people who uh, were told that they lived died off camera. They did, and we found them in the uh, in the depths of the Running Man game, which is a huge spoiler for people who haven't watched Running Man yet. And if you haven't, like, yeah, if you haven't, wait another year and a half. I'm sure Channing Tatum will be remaking. It's only been it. thirty years, right? Oh my. God, there is. There's going to be a remake of Running Man, isn't there? Definitely. And it's Look going to be me. I'm in this terrific suit. I'm so tiny. I'm oh. so strong. But they're going to have they're going to have Arnie be the presenter. Oh, I would watch that. Would be amazing. Oh no. Even better if it's in the actual same universe. Like he goes away and they find <gasps> him and they bring him back. And they're like, it's a sequel. Why not? Yeah, he's old now. He's, <sighs> yeah, he's become bitter. He's like, okay, what, I'll do it. What better in this like hyper right wing society like that we have at the moment that we can like represent it through corporate bureaucracy running man games good times good times that's it that's uh, that, that is uh, week seven all wrapped up with
with a little bit of us talking about other stuff at the end because it, we get to do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, and the second episode was a bit light on content, so yeah. <laughs> Survivors, that's your fault for not being concise enough in what you were doing. I'm just saying it, you know, work it out. I'm pretty sure it's all pre-taped. They, they're not going to hear this. I doubt that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, for uh, episode seven of uh, Surviving Survivor New Zealand colon Nicaragua. Um, thank you yeah. for joining us, Luke Callahan. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've been Mike Kevin. I've been Stephen Lyons. Bye. 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 Bye.